You're listening to episode number 14 on the Healthy Essentials podcast. Today, we're interviewing one of my favorite healthy chocolatiers, Tiz. She is the one of the co-founders and creators of Zazu Bean, a BC-based company that produces the highest quality dark chocolate bars and some milk if you're lucky enough to try them. Uh, but they have essentially a chocolate brand and line with SAS. Uh, each of their flavors are unique and they're handcrafted to make sure that they are delivering the most potent dose of healthy nutrition, superfoods, and crushing any chocolate craving that you might have. So today's episode, we're talking with Tiz to how she first got started, what the benefits are of chocolate, the way that she's designed her bars. So everything from the sassy to the haughty to even the lunatic. Uh, so you can get a better sense of why you need to be eating dark chocolate on the regular. Today's episode is sponsored by Genuine Health, a Toronto-based company that is dedicated to fueling your every move with the cleanest superfoods and supplements on the planet. Their Greens Plus powder was originally designed over 25 years ago and is still the number one selling superfood on the market. It's been validated in over nine clinical studies. That's insane. The supplement is one that I cannot live without. It's packed with 23 different superfoods such as spirulina, Siberian ginseng, barley, alfalfa, and wheatgrass. Their greens powder is the most alkalinizing powder on the planet designed to nourish your body from the inside out. So whether you're a greens powder warrior and can drink it in mixed with water, or you're a more of a I'll hide it in my smoothie or my protein shake kind of gal, Genuine Health Plus adds the nutritional boost your body needs. Order yours today at GenuineHealth.com and use the discount code LINDSAY10 for 10% off your order. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We are talking with Tiz, the owner of Zazu Bean. Uh, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having oh, me. I'm so excited to finally record an episode with you because I have been devouring your chocolate bars for many months now and I can't <laughs> eat anything else. Um, and they're addictive. And <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so no, it's you guys are incredible. Um, and we actually met at the the Live the Smart Way show in Ottawa. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you guys were way out west. Way out west. Yes, we're we're way out in BC, oh. you know, in Vancouver, Vancouver, BC. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful out there. I have a couple friends who are out there for the summer, and I'm very jealous watching their Instagram stories. But yeah, we're surrounded by mountains and water. It's definitely a nice place to live. Oh my gosh. So. Like I said, we met at the expo show and it was because you have such yep. fantastic chocolate. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Were you always into the, were you always in the healthy and just like healthy food industry or were you always into chocolate or what got you started? Graham, when I started Zazabine, I was a full-time personal trainer. So I, I, I did come from a health and fitness background. I also was you know, a bit of an athlete too. I competed in some sports and swimming and downhill ski racing and mountain biking and, <laughs> Okay. Awesome. Moved to, to, um, enjoy the mountains there. So, so I did come from a, from a health fitness background. Um, so kind of all started, I mean, where it started was really, um, on a, on a bike trip. So on a touring bike trip on the Gulf islands of, of BC, if you haven't gone there, beautiful with a bunch of girls, you know, and, and, you know, uh, space is a premium. So we, we had these panniers on our bikes and, and we, we would all at the end of the day, bring out chocolate and we'd sit around in the hot tub and drink, drink, you know, and eat, eat chocolate. And, and we always wondered, like, we asked, why isn't there a chocolate on the market? 
for PMS. I mean, why do women always gravitate towards chocolate? So, so mm-hmm. around that time of the month. So when I got back, I kind of researched and, and, you know, coming from a health and fitness background, I, I kind of wanted to see, is there anything really healthy on the market, like a healthier option for chocolate? Um, is there something that actually is made purposely for PMS or for the other elements of what, what chocolate um, is great for like, like sexual function and things like that. Chocolate mm. has all these, all these amazing elements to it. So, so I researched that, um, happened to find, uh, funny enough on the, on the North shore mountains, I bumped into a Swiss chocolatier who started working <gasps> with me in the kitchen. I know. And so we, so I felt like everything kind of fell into place. Like everything was sort of the doors were opening for me to, to create this product. So, so I, I worked with my Swiss chocolatier on the chocolate end. And then I worked with, um, this amazing man from I owned a pharmaceutical company and he helped me with the herbal, uh, the herbal paste for, for PMS. We also in the flirt and hottie, we created like, uh, you know, a horny goat weed. Originally this mm-hmm. would be like chocolate. This is basically Zazie bean one one we started <laughs> with, with a smaller version, not the version we have today. Okay. And with, with, with efficacy, we actually had bars that were for, you know, for PMS with things like Don Quai and, yep chase tree berry and all those things so that's kind of where it started there just really was a lack of that on the market um and i think this was back in 2006 2007 is when this all started and and i think we were just we were the first one to launch a functional chocolate so i think we were a little ahead of the game and and um when we you know three years in um realized that that maybe people were just really into a healthy chocolate and wanted some of those extra things. In it. So that's where we sort of, we, we sourced in, in, in Switzerland, we sourced a manufacturer in Switzerland and we, we produced in Switzerland and created more of the line you see today, but there's still, um, we still have the names like lunatic for, and the lunatic has maca in it and as mm-hmm. maca is great for hormonal balancing. So we've kept the original lines. We have the original superfood line, but we've always wanted to kind of, create something that was more uh, like healthier options of healthier sugars and stuff like that. So, so we, we came out with the coconut sugar line after that. And then we're kind of now working on kind of a lower sugar line. So we're always trying to create something that's, um, you know, low sugar, uh, healthier options, options for paleo keto diets and things like that. Mm So that's kind of where it started really with, with a bunch of women and just realizing there was this hole in the market and, and um, that's, that's where Zazabine was born. Well, and I love that too, because oftentimes business ideas or um, how companies get started, it, it's never with the intention. It's, I was, I was sitting around a group of friends and someone brought up a, an issue or a problem that they were having or, you know, something that piqued their interest and you have that light bulb moment where you're like, ah, oh. um, and it also too, like it cued a little bit of a quote. Um, I think it goes, I'll butcher it a little bit, but it's, you know, when the student, when the student's ready, the teacher arrives and that's exactly what it sounds right. like with the Swiss chocolatier. Um, yes no absolutely that's incredible she was on the mountain just me and her <laughs> we started oh talking <laughs> so now your product line has how many bars in it because it's every shade they always fill the grocery store market or the grocery store shelves when I'm there <laughs> yeah therefore we have 14 flavors so 14 we have flavors, um, okay. we also yeah and we have we have little minis and and we have um holiday bars as well so okay um, and yeah now well, what I think is, and I'd love for you to expand on in terms of like how you guys formulated and came up with your, with your bars. And, um, you talked a little bit about why you designed some for the like, hormonal balancing and, um, and for, you know, increasing the space in the bedroom and all that fun stuff. But talk to us <laughs> a little bit about like the creativity behind those names. I love, there's a couple that are sassy. You mentioned lunatic, you mentioned, um, what was, it? oh, punch is another good, good one. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess talk to us about 
how you design some more of the, the superfood bars and the inspiration behind them. And then what your goals are with, I guess, like coming forward with more bars in the future. Are you trying to get rid of the arrow bars on the shelf? Fingers crossed you do. <laughs> no, no, not, not getting rid of anything. Um, we just, um, we started the superfood line uh, again was, was started from wanting to create a functional chocolate with efficacy, like the lunatic bar, the, the flirt and the hottie was funny. It had dong quai and horny goat, or sorry, not, um, it had horny goat weed, um, mm-hmm. things that were, so that's kind of where the names came from. We, we, we noticed on the market at the time, this is back in 2006. Um, so it's a while ago, but, but on the market, if you looked at the chocolate on the shelves, they were boring. I mean, the packaging was boring. We wanted color. We wanted personality. We wanted somebody to look at the bar and go, I feel sassy today. I think I'm <laughs> sassy or, yep. you know what I mean? So that's kind of where originally, um, it was just, just having something that was fun. We wanted to be fun. We, we felt like the chocolate aisle was too serious and, and we thought it's time to have color and a little bit more fun. So that's where we came up with the names and it was actually fun for us to kind of market and brand it at the time because Every time we come up with a flavor or an idea, there was all this sort of the name. We had to work the name with the flavor. And then what, what are we going to put in it? And, and that's kind of, it was, it was really just fun for us. I think that, uh, that, that myself and Tara Gilbert, who's the other owner, mm-hmm. I think we just, we just wanted something a bit more creative and fun along with, with a healthy, clean chocolate bar. So uh, you mentioned projects going forward. Um, Again, just looking at lower sugar options and, and trying to keep the product really clean and, and keeping with our core value of, of uncompromising uncom- when it comes to what we put in our bar. We really want people to, people who pick up our chocolate bar, um, we want them to feel confident that what we put in our product isn't any junk. We don't put any fillers or artificial flavors or anything like that. So, so uh, moving forward, we just want to create something that's a lower sugar bar that doesn't necessarily have to put things in it like uh that have any kind of like I said chemicals or or things or alcohol sugars or things like that so that's kind of what we're working towards or moving towards uh in the future oh sorry go ahead no, no, that was it. That's all I said. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and you guys are doing an incredible job about it now. And, and I emailed you this um, about my landlord in Ottawa. It was <laughs> the first chocolate that she's had without having an allergic or a sensitive reaction to it, where her eyes would swell and um, she would have a lot of fluid retention in her face. And she's like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something right. So you guys are outstanding. And I will... I will give you complete kudos because when I walk into the, the super, uh, super food section, because uh, that's usually where I find your bars, um, it's just an array of color. And it's not what you think of when you come for a chocolate bar because most of them are just brown, maybe a little bit of gold and maybe some white packaging, but it's not mm-hmm. colorful. It's very boring and bland. So especially when you see fun names like sassy or hottie, that's mm-hmm. fun. And, and even gifting that to people too, it just adds an extra element, a bit of spice. But yeah. the other... Yeah. And the other point that you mentioned too was, you know, when someone's thinking about what chocolate they want to have and they're like, I'm feeling a little bit sassy today. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a great selling way too, because we buy based off of feeling and buy based off of emotion too. So I think it's a a fantastic way to not only convey, uh, you know, different messages of health and in terms of how they can support, whether it be mood and fertility and hormonal balance, um, but to also have a little bit of fun in the meantime. Well, you know, I mean, chocolate is an impulse buy, so it's an emotional, <laughs> emotional yes. buy. So, so that's why the names, I think, you know, people do, uh, 
yeah, they relate to a certain name and, and definitely the colors. Uh, when we launched our, our product was actually white, if you can believe it, our chocolate bars were white. At oh the my time. gosh. That was what was, okay. yeah. And, and I remember walking into a store and I couldn't find my own product. Right. So I was like, okay, we got to do something about this. Yeah. So, so that's kind of where the second, the second, uh, time around we, we went with, with a lot of splash of color that was kind of unusual at the time. And now you see it more and more, but at the yeah. time we were ahead of the curve for sure. Well, you guys are still the pioneers, so don't don't discredit yourself or shortcut it yourself at all. Well, I'm wondering, you. so you you mentioned a lot of superfoods that you guys are putting into your bars. And for someone who might just be new to whether the podcast or healthy eating and you mentioned horny goat weed, what, what so talk a little bit about some of the superfoods and what you guys are using and what what they do. Well, we, we don't, we don't, we no longer put horny goat weed in, in our, in our product. We, we put like, for example, the lunatic and the, um, the lunatic and the cheeky have maca in it. Mm-hmm. So maca is kind of like a Peruvian root vegetable that, that, you know, is good for hormonal balancing. So we kind of kept something in that was healthy, um, and without, uh, without having necessarily efficacy, but, but something like an added superfood element to the product. So yeah. a healthier ingredient. Uh, we put a sai berry, which is just a higher antioxidant berry, uh, into our flirt. Um, in our hottie, um, uh, we have herba mate, okay, um, which is kind of more of an energizing Brazilian kind of coffee kind of thing. Like a lot of Brazilians drink that for mm-hmm. for energy. Um, interesting enough, in in, in uh, the fall, we're we're changing out our squeeze. We're going to be putting turmeric in our squeeze instead of herba mate. So we just decided oh. to change to a more of a an antioxidant kind of uh, turmeric uh, in the squeeze. So, okay. so yeah. So that's kind of a, in the in the superfood line what we we put in there. And in nut bar we have camo camo, which is kind of like a natural vitamin C mood lifting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the camo camo does. Well, and I love what you guys do because I think a lot of people when they think of chocolate they think of cheating on a diet. When yeah. <laughs> when you can step back and, and you say, oh, I can have you know their their mint chocolate is a fantastic digestive after dinner, um, and it also mm-hmm. curves that mm-hmm. little bit of a sweet craving. And same with uh, same with someone who's having a sugar craving in the afternoon instead of having an entire chocolate bar, having a, like a couple pieces of your dark dark chocolate, which mm-hmm. kills every sugar craving I have because it's so rich and so thick. Um, so I, I think it's an, you, what the product that you guys have created um, is not only creative, but it's also delicious too. And I feel like the clients that I've coached and the friends that I've introduced it to, they no longer tell me that they feel like they're cheating or going off plan because they see the superfoods behind it. And they typically tell me like, well, if it wasn't for the chocolate, I probably wouldn't have tried maca or, um, you know, having like, for example, mint and chocolate, they would have just mm-hmm. gone for the, the milk or the maybe mildly dark Right. Right. Well, I mean, even even the I mean, the dark chocolate alone, as you know, dark chocolate alone is is um, isn't high in antioxidants is is a health food really uh, in Mm -hmm. itself. So people don't have to feel guilty anymore to, to really I mean, chocolate is a food. It's a it's nutritious and it's a food. And a lot of people are, you know, worried about gaining weight if they eat too much chocolate or something. And I'll never forget when I was originally um, at the factory on the line with with our with this with the owner of the uh, manufacturing facility that we're at, um, she was this long, slim woman who's, who eats chocolate all day long. And I said to her, how do you, how do you stay so slim? You eat chocolate all the time. And she, she gave me a look, a serious look. And she said, chocolate doesn't make you fat. I don't know what you're talking about. And you know, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, especially if you eat good chocolate, I mean, chocolate is, is so good for you in so many ways. I mean, in just 
you know, it, it, it lowers your glycemic. It helps with HDLs, high, high density lipoproteins. And it, it's great for your heart. So there's so many health benefits. People, people can easily eat half a chocolate bar, a dark chocolate bar. We're talking over 70% a day and not feel guilty about it. So, and well, the big thing with you guys is you're not skipping on wholesome ingredients, but you are skipping on the sugar your bars are significantly lower in sugar in comparison to others, specifically your dark chocolates. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why, because you're not, you don't have the, the craving or the temptation or the, the urge to eat two or three chocolate bars like you would for something that's a very high sugar content and pretty much just fat and sugar. Like mm-hmm. that's all you want afterwards. And, uh, and you just touched on a lot of the, the health benefits of chocolate because that was my next question. So you're fantastic <laughs> to interview because you're prepared. Um, but I, I completely agree. And, and clients who come on for coaching and they're like, I get to eat dark chocolate and I always recommend your brand. I'm like, you can find them at everyday superfood stores um, and <laughs> superstores. Um, but they love it because we talk about brain boosting foods and one of them being chocolate. Um, and mm-hmm. they love it because they can essentially have their cake and eat it too. And so they can, they can lose the weight. They can feel more energized. They can, they can eat healthy foods, but they don't feel like they have to sacrifice something because they still have that quote unquote treat at the end of the day. I don't even call it a treat anymore. I'm like, it's now just part of your meal plan. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's what I do too with, um, even with, you know, when I was personal training full full time, I mean, I would always tell people to eat dark chocolate is, you know, it's not, it's not going to hinder your weight loss. It's, you know, obviously eating 20 or 30 bars might, but, but I mean, yeah. generally if you eat a dark chocolate bar, you're not going to eat, if you eat, if you eat healthy dark chocolate over 70, even 80%, um, you're not going to want to eat the whole bar. It just, it, it satiates you after like a few pieces. Yeah. So. And, and the other big nutritional benefit of, of chocolate is it's magnesium rich component, right? So when you talk about Absolutely, athletes, yeah. for example, yeah. Um, so when you were biking, it makes complete sense that you guys were wanting chocolate and then uh, wine afterwards, right? You're looking for the comfort from the magnesium and then a little bit of a relaxant, right, afterwards. So it's all, know- yeah, it's, it's also great. Actually, magnesium, I started to cut, cut you off, but it, it's oh, magnesium okay. is also great for women. I think that's why women do gravitate towards yep. chocolate during their time of month. And, and the, I think the pH, they say the pH of chocolate is also very similar um, not to bring this up, but to, to similar to blood. I think, I think there's, a, there's something with chocolate. Chocolate's a very magical thing, you know, with its, it's not just that it's high in antioxidants, but it, but it's also, yeah, very rich in magnesium and it has a very similar pH balance yeah. to blood. And it's been, <laughs> yeah. But it's been it's around weird. for so long. It's not, it's not like something we're just discovering. We've known for, you know, hundreds of mm-hmm. years about the benefits of chocolate, but we, we've kind of distorted it and we've turned it into this, like this addictive, <laughs> uh, little dessert. And especially mm-hmm. around Halloween, too, if you think about when, when kids come home after trick-or-treating, and it's usually mom and dad that are rating the chocolate, or mom specifically that's rating the milk chocolate. Um, mm-hmm. That's why, right? So <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering, you've touched on this a little bit. So you've talked about your past as a personal trainer. So now being a busy business owner, uh, what does a day in your life look like? So walk us through kind of the, any habits or routines that you've instilled, maybe what some meals would look like for you, and, uh, and then we'll go back and we'll compare it to uh, what it used to be when you were training. Well, I eat lots of chocolate all day long, like yep. I would say, because I because my office is right next to a cool room where I store chocolate. So I literally walk <laughs> through and have chocolate all day long. Um, my daily routine, I, I I pretty much, I mean, I, I try to mix it up. I'm, I I can be a bit like uh, habitual with a lot of the things that I do, and and I try to sort of mix it up. But I do always start with a, I always start with a matcha in the morning with an MCT oil. So I start with matcha and MCT oil. Um, mixed and blended with a little collagen. And then I, I usually have a, a, a blended fruit smoothie. Um, 
I eat a lot of like I would would then are you wanting me to talk about my my day as just just what I eat or just kind of what do I do sort of exercise wise or or what I do kind of all no, of it. Um, the, all of it. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. the goal with the podcast so, is to be very inclusive. So I love hearing about people's exercise, fitness routines. Right. Um, it could just be like health habits. So if you're someone okay. who works for like 50 minutes and then takes a 50 minute break, what do you do? Yeah. So, so I usually, usually get up about six thirty seven. Uh, I often, I either go for a swim in the morning, um, or, uh, a run or, um, I might just go straight to my desk, but, but I always start with a matcha with, uh, with, like I said, with, with MCT oil or ghee and, um, and, uh, collagen. And then I'll have a fruit smoothie, uh, full of probably about 20 ingredients, even including like mushrooms. I put mushrooms in there and, um, I put the four sigmatic mushrooms. I put, yes, um, I love them. The, the A to Z, uh, the, or the, uh, vitamin, stuff like that. I just put a lot of fruit in my shake that sort of gets me through the morning. Um, and then, uh, I pretty much work, you know, work most of the day while, uh, eating chocolate too throughout that. Um, <laughs> what a I, tend tough life. A of, <laughs> I know I tend to eat a lot of vegetables. I'm, I'm really, uh, kind of get my, made fun of. I eat a lot of, like, I eat a lot of salads. I make a lot of salads cause I, cause I do, uh, I have my office, I have a home office. So I kind of, I do raid the fridge a lot and make a lot of salads, a lot of veggie burgers. I'm more of a veg- vegetable kind of protein person. I'm, yep. Um, and, uh, and then I really, really love dandy blend. I drink dandy blend with cocoa. I know this is kind of funny, but I drink dandy blend with cocoa. No, no, um, I'm not, I'm not laughing because <laughs> I do, I do the exact same thing. I made one, uh, yesterday yeah. morning. Um, actually what I've been doing is I've been trying to cut down on the amount of coffee I'm drinking. So I will do a, a cup of freshly brewed coffee and then I'll do a, a tablespoon of the dandy blend and it doubles in size. So I feel like I'm having two, uh, but really it's just one. It's so, yeah, it's so great. I mean, I, I don't drink coffee. It just didn't, didn't, just doesn't agree with me. So yeah. I, so I, yeah, I, I have a lot of uh, cocoa dandy blend uh, mixes. Um, and I might even put MCT oil in that as well. Uh, and then, like I said, just, just make a lot of salads. And, and I, I have, uh, I eat a lot of roasted vegetables like cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, things like that, and veggie burgers or salmon burgers. I do have salmon once in a while. Um, and I often, um, I kind of in the summertime, I'm very, I'm quite disciplined with, uh, like I hike the mountain here on a, let's say on a, one day I hike the mountain, the next day I might go for a bike ride, that kind of thing, or I go for a run. So I'm kind of like around five or six o'clock and then I work, I work often. I'm just better in the evenings. I work usually between, you know, seven and nine o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night. I work. So I kind of space it out and I, I try to take breaks and I have also three dogs that I take for walks. So I, oh. I walk them a lot too. So I'm out, out there walking and I kind of space out my day where I, I, I work like two or three hours. I stop for an hour and then I work for a couple of hours and I stop and I usually do either exercise or I make food or, um, I usually try to start the day too with a little bit of a gratitude practice and, and also meditation, a little bit of meditation just to, to calm myself. That's, that's kind of what I do kind of every day. That's kind of like an average day for me. I would yeah. say. And I, I love hearing about how people start their days and because some people are morning people. Like I am a morning, I am not an evening person. Don't ask me any intellectual question past 7 PM. Um, cause it usually just ends up that poorly. It's like stumbling over words. Um, but I love right. hearing people's routines. I, especially diet because 
I find that a lot of people think that it's one way or the highway. It's either paleo or keto or vegetarian or vegan, or, and you have to kind of fit into a box too. And it's, and it's nice and it's mm-hmm. refreshing to hear what works for one person doesn't always work for the other. So, you know, no, coffee, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. No, everybody's different. Everybody has different constitution. I mean, I, I'm definitely like, I don't, yeah, like I don't do well with coffee and, and I, I can handle a bit, probably a bit more carbs because I'm, um, very active. I am. Yeah. I'm very active. So, I mean, it doesn't, people who are not active, I would say low carb, you know, like it it all depends And keto. I mean, keto, keto is great, but it's sort of something you need to cycle in and out. It's not something you should do all the time. Like, so I think it's, it's, there's, yeah, there's, there's something for everybody and it's, it's just how you feel for me. This is just for me, vegetables and protein just seem to work best for me and, and being active every day. It's just having a kind of a a daily practice and, and trying to stick with it. Yeah. And when you said your past was a, a personal trainer and you were um, mm-hmm. working as a coach, so were you always into health, even when you were younger, or is this something that, you, that came to be? No, I was always, uh, um, always pretty, like, I, I think back, even when I was a teenager, I used to shop for my family vegetables because I was so <laughs> snobby. And I remember, that's awesome. I remember we, yeah, I remember my mother would get so mad at me. Like we're, we, we, we have a place in Florida and we would drive. I was from Ontario. We drive down to Florida and, and there would be a buffet somewhere in the States and I would complain about it. And my mother <laughs> would send me to the car and I would be, I would have to, I could, I wouldn't be able to eat because I would, I would complain about the food because it was, so I was always a bit of a snob with food. I think I've always been very particular about what I put in my body and and so I think, yeah, I think it just came natural from a very, very young age. I, I, I don't ever remember not being this way, to be honest. And, yeah. But I don't think that's a bad thing, though, because <laughs> there's, there's nothing that I love more than farmer's markets because it shows you mm-hmm. quality versus the quantity that you can find in the superstore, too. And I think that's we have to be like that now. We have to be so selective with, you know, what we're putting in our body because there's so many fast food restaurants and fake foods out there nowadays that it's hard to get real wholesome foods without being kind of like conned into buying a mm-hmm. quote-unquote superfood product without really knowing what's in it. Well, I think you have to read ingredients more more than ever today. Um, and, and that's kind of, I think that's why, like, when you look at our ingredients in our chocolate, like there's just, there's, there's nothing in there. That's, it's just, it's just cocoa butter and it's, it's, you know, cocoa mass and sugar and there's no soy. There's, we don't put, you know, there's no gluten in our product. So, so everything we, we do, we, we, we're very picky about what we put into the ingredients we put into our product. is isn't the same as when I'm at a grocery store. I mean, I read the labels and I, you know, I don't, um, I won't, I won't buy certain products because of, of the ingredients. So, yeah. And that's a rule I tell a lot of my clients that if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you guys are true to the heart. And so if someone is looking to try chocolate, like one of your chocolate bars for the first time, what is your favorite bar or what would you guide them towards? Cause I know you might like the hottie, but someone who might not like hot <laughs> or spicy, um, mm-hmm. what would be your best bar for a beginner? And then what is your favorite? The best bar for the beginner. Um, I think, uh, I think that I would, best bar for the beginner. I would, I would go for like, I think the sassy is kind of like the all around winner. It's like our vegan coconut milk bar. We actually won, won something, an award for the best vegan for the sassy bar. Cause it is kind of like, it's, it's really unusual. It has a fruit. Um, it's sweetened with coconut sugar and it's still a bit sweet. Um, so I would, I would definitely like, I would steer somebody to try that product. And especially if they're vegan and they're missing milk, like that milk sort of milk chocolate 
taste without the dairy. Um, so I would, I would say the sassy is probably, and if secondly, if then I would probably send them to something like the naked, which is just kind yes. of our ba- base mm-hmm. chocolate. And it just to really try what the, what the chocolate tastes like is to get an idea. It's an Ecuador Dominican, um, base and, um, I think that one has a little bit of vanilla and it has the nibs. So it kind of has a bit of texture and it's not too dark. Uh, so I would, I would then, then steer them towards that as well. So um, for myself, I think the nudie, I would say, I'd have to say the nudie is um, something I eat between the nudie, I would say in the sultry and the mini, we have a mini sultry. I eat okay. a lot of mini sultries. I don't know what it is. I love thin chocolate. Like I prefer thin chocolate with salt and a bit of nuts. So yeah. I would say the sultry and the mini, and I, I, eat, I eat the nudie. It's probably one of my favorite bars is the nudie, the 80% one. Yeah. And yeah. well, I totally agree with you when it comes to the sassy bar, because when I was recipe testing last week and there was a couple extra mm-hmm. chocolate pieces left, they did not go to waste. Let me tell you. Um, but adding yeah. those um, with a little bit of the, it was the genuine health, it was their summer berry. One made the perfect, it was a I titled that I think is better than fruit loops or, um, and then there was a chocolate berry hazelnut bite. Uh, but they pair perfectly with pretty much anything. Um, and I do love the sweetness. But the nudie, I will agree with you, that goes with everything. But it's also fantastic a fantastic base for a beginner just to get a sense of what really high-quality dark chocolate should taste like. Um, and mm-hmm. that it doesn't leave you craving the entire bar and then some afterwards. Well, the sassy one, I can't. I, I just, I eat too much of it. <laughs> It's so sweet. It's so good. Like, it's so good. I just, I can't stop eating that one. So I find for me, if I want, if I have a chocolate craving, I feel like the nudie is the, yeah. for me, the best, the best one. Yeah. Well, and you guys sent, um, I think it was a, it was a dark, it was, um, it was almonds, almond and toffee and caramel or something like that. Salted, salted almond caramel. It came in a light blue package. Yeah, that's no, that's uh, I think you're, you're the smooch one. Are you talking about the yes, smooch, which is the milk, milk chocolate one? Yes. Oh, okay. So I tried, I tried a little bit of that one while I was recipe testing and uh-huh. oh my gosh, I love milk chocolate, but I haven't had it for probably a couple of years now. And that was dangerous. That was very dangerous, delicious, but um, it goes to show too, in terms of milk chocolate versus dark chocolate, how much cravings can be uh, significantly increased uh, when you just have like a little hit of the, the real goodness of where you want the sweetness. Well, sugar is definitely very addictive. So yeah, the smooch yeah. one is definitely something you would, you could easily eat the whole bar yeah. and I've done it before. I've eaten a whole smooch bar. It, yeah. it is that good. Oh, it's so, it reminds, it was basically <laughs> like sco- uh, scores and milk chocolate combined into one and it had a bit of a crunch and salt. And I am such a salt person. So yes, you guys have mastered all of your bars. <laughs> Thank you. No, it is, they are good. Oh, so you talked a little bit about sourcing. You said, um, you know, you have a few superfoods that are included in your bars, but you're also sourcing from, you said, Switzerland? No, we, we produce our bars in Switzerland, but we source all of our ingredients. Um, so our, our cocoa beans come from uh, Dominican, Ecuador, Peru. Um, that's where they're, most of our, our cocoa comes from. Uh, we get our coconut sugar from Indonesia. Okay. Um, our, our cane sugar comes from our raw cane sugar comes from Paraguay. And there's, so there's, so basically we source from, from all over India. We, we, we get some of our cinnamon and things like that. So we, we, we source all of our ingredients all over the world, but, but produced, uh, manufactured in Switzerland and, and, and that's where we get, we get them done because they're the best at making chocolate. 
No, and that's incredible. And I think a lot of people, they won't go to the effort to properly sort things ethically and sustainably um, and worldwide too. Um, so I love that because I know that you guys are supporting farmers in developing countries. Yeah, we have that. We're fair for, fair for life and fair for life is um, a little bit more stripped. They look at the entire chain from the top and we get, we get audited um, every year. So you kind of have to be really committed to fair trade to have the fair for life um, logo. And right now Whole Foods, I think only accepts uh, fair trade products for chocolate that are either fair trade Canada, USA or fair for life. So they're kind of very strict about who they accept and, and fair for life is one of the, one of the better ones for sure. I didn't see, I didn't know that. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. You see, I <laughs> learned something every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of people don't know it actually. They don't recognize it, the fair for life, but it is actually, um, you have to have a higher percentage of fair trade ingredients to have the stamp on there. So, um, it is, and, and like I said, they, they, they kind of, you get almost tested and audited. It's, 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 it's something that stresses us out every year when we get audited, but, but it's like, cause, cause they really do, they, they really scrutinize your, you as a company and how you, you even, you know, how your practices, your business practices. And, and then they, they, so it's, it's quite, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite uh, stressful sometimes getting audited by fair for life, but, but you know that all your ingredients are, you know, for sure. Um, and, and all the money is going back to those communities and, and helping those communities. And it, it definitely is, is, is the only way we, we've decided ever to go with Zazibine. It's always been, it always has to be fair trade for sure. Yeah. And, and I love mm-hmm. that. And that's something that someone who is picking up a chocolate bar on the grocery store shelves for the first time, they might not know that unless they see the stamp, mm-hmm. right? Because I think when I pick up a chocolate bar now, or even just a product in general, we see the classic, whether it be keto keto or gluten-free or organic or kosher like we see all of these but sometimes they don't really mean too much and um, we see fair trade and that's essentially like the stamp of approval for a clean ethically sourced sustainable product Um, Mm -hmm. but knowing the fair for life too I think that's even a more driving um, force for for I guess clients and uh, and just consumers to again put their money um, behind such a an amazing cause Right. And, uh, oh, and- absolutely. I mean, any fair, but any fair trade, I mean, like I said, fair trade Canada, fair trade USA is still great. I mean, they're still, yeah. like, their, their ingredients are sourced, um, ethically as well. So, I mean, I, I just, I'm happy when I see anybody, or people, people just choose to buy fair trade products because, because, you know, it, that just, the more people do that, right. The, I mean, the, the better, the more, the more products that will be fair trade, right? And, and a lot of big companies are moving towards that. Even chocolate companies are, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of stores, like Whole Foods, for example, are insisting on, on certain products, like a chocolate product. You have to be, to have it on your shelves, they have to be fair trade. So it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, and I think it's uh, everyone essentially stepping up their, their minimums, like their, uh, their requirements, right? Because they want, they, we want to keep it local. We want to keep it sustainable. Mm-hmm. And local meaning with, you know, um, produced yeah yes. yeah, yeah. Lo- luckily luckily yeah so Based, no, yeah. and I think it's funny because when like I said when someone picks up a bar on the grocery store shelves this isn't what comes to mind but also the story of what you've just shared today is incredible in the sense of how you got started and how you're telling everyone to eat chocolate and it's, it's totally contradicting what we've been told or what we what we think right we I think everyone's mentality mm-hmm. comes down to calories in calories out we think deprivation elimination you can't have this no fun foods um, and you'll never eat chocolate again so I love your refreshing take but also just the education that you provided us behind all of the bars and the sourcing and the creation and, and the inspiration behind uh, why you guys do Zazu being the way you mm-hmm. do essentially 
(laughs) So how I like to wrap these up is I asked Mm -hmm. two questions. So one being, and you can, you can take a second to think about this. Um, but if you could only ever eat and it can't, it can't be chocolate. So think about it. Um, if you'd only ever eat one healthy meal, um, for the rest of your life, what would it be? One healthy meal. Well, that's easy. Cause I, I, you know, I love, uh, I love salad. <laughs> okay. Is there a favorite I, I salad? Would... Um, no, I probably, if I had a healthy meal, it probably, I mean, I probably would choose like a roasted vegetable, like, like uh, I love roasted cauliflower and I love roasted Brussels sprouts and a, and, and a, and a salmon burger or something like that, or salmon or halibut or something like that. Okay. I would I'd consider that healthy. That would probably what I would eat as a protein and vegetable. I actually really love vegetables and protein. Uh, you yeah. sound exactly like me. I, I tell people <laughs> I can out eat them in vegetables, not in cake or anything rich, but out in vegetables, I can get them. <laughs> Well, I do have a sweet tooth, so I probably, like, I do love cake as well. Yeah, but you are active, so I was going to say, you can eat the cake and the vegetables and I a can, little bit of chocolate. <laughs> and Yeah, yeah. Well, the second question I ask people is, do you have a, it can be either, like, a mission statement or a mantra or a quote that you like to live by um, that inspires you each and every day? Oh, that's a tough one. I know. I might I, have to pause it on this one here. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what a quote that I live by every day or just something um, like a health phrase or something that like mine is, if not now, when, if not now, when, um, okay. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to have to pause this one. Cause yeah. I don't have to think about it. Um, That's okay. uh, healthy quote. Um, I mean, it would be more about like, it'd be more about an advice. It would be more like about just, 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 doing something you love and, and, and creating a healthy practice that you love and, and, and living in the moment and, 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 um, let, I'm trying to think of one sort of statement. You want, you wanted me to say one statement. Uh, Actually, I'll, uh, I'll rephrase it so that I can edit it and then I can just ask this question. So my okay. second, <laughs> don't, it's I'm not going to take you by surprise. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so my second question is, do you have any words of advice or anything that you try to, you try to live by? So it could be either a health quote, a mantra, or like a mission statement, or just a general tip for someone looking to live a healthier, happier life. What's one thing that they can do today to implement uh, into their new lifestyle? Um, I would, I would have to say, I mean, like just as, just as, I mean, there's mind body and then there's of course nutrition. I would, I would say like, like start your day with a healthy thought, you know, like, uh, uh, something you're super grateful for in your life. Because, because when you think about it, you're, there's so much, there's so many things that you, you can be grateful. I mean, we live in freaking, we don't live in a third world country. Like, so I, I mean, you, you have to be grateful. Um, secondly, as starting a healthy practice, um, just, just moving your body in, in any way that you can, if it's, if it's walking upstairs or, and this is what I say to my, my clients, you know, just, just walk to work or walk somewhere. Or so just, just starting a healthy practice every day um, and, and doing that. And then as far as thing and healthy body thing, and maybe one, one thing different in your diet that you eat, like for example, in the morning, maybe starting with a gratitude practice of what you're grateful for. And then yeah. maybe moving your body, just one thing that you can do that day, whether it's to walk to work or walk the flight of stairs or something like that. And then just maybe adding one healthy thing in your, in your, um, your diet. If it's, um, 
like a, a just a simple smoothie with with fruit and and almond milk instead of maybe dairy. Uh, just just starting something different and 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 really just listening to your body and and seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah, I love that. And uh, there's I'm listening to the book called Atomic uh, Atomic Habits at the moment, and it's exactly what you oh, described yeah. as one thing at a time. But it's the it's overtime that's going to be the pebble dropping in the the river or the ocean or the lake, um, and then just having the ripple effect. Absolutely. Well, I think I think a lot of people think that they have to do so much, right? That it's just such a big mountain to make a healthy uh, healthy change in your life. But it's really just about steps. So much for coming on the podcast today. You are an incredible wealth of knowledge, and not only have you made incredible products, but you've also uh, incorporated or not incorporated, uh, just highlighted your your company's. Uh, ethics and morals and just practices for fair trade, but also for sourcing the best ingredients to make the highest quality bars. So thank you. Um, where can we find more of your products? Where can we follow you on Instagram, social media? Uh, tell us where to find you. You can find our products. Uh, we have our products uh, all across Canada. So in uh, stores like Bulk Barn, uh, Superstores, uh, MEC, Whole Foods, uh, if you're in the West, Choices, uh, we have Choices with a big chain too, uh, Goodness Me in the East, uh, Organic Garage, Sweet Potato, uh, so lots of health food stores and a couple of mass stores, we will be in hopefully in Metro in the Yay. fall, yeah, we should be in Metro in the fall, uh, Save on Foods here in the West, I hope I'm not forgetting any, MEC, I think I said Mountain Equipment Co-op, which is kind of it's a, it's a great account yeah. too. Uh, you can find us on Zazzy Bean. Uh, just our handles, just Zazzy Bean uh, for for Instagram, uh, Zazzy Bean, and um, find us on there. Follow us, follow us, please on on Instagram. Uh, we've got lots of great uh, recipes through, by from Lindsay. <laughs> she gives us a lot of great recipes, and and, and we've got a great Instagram person. Um, so follow us on that. Amazing. Um, I- Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, please let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Leave us a review or rating on iTunes or email us directly at lindsay at lindsaymustard.com. If you're ready for more and you're looking to supercharge your health and finally tackle all of the health goals you set for yourself back in the new year, don't miss out on your chance to book a free 20-minute nutrition coaching discovering call with me, Lindsay. I've opened up a limited number of spots in my calendar to connect with the individuals who are ready to jump in with both feet to create nutritional habits that'll last a lifetime. There'll be no more worrying about weight loss or why you're constantly bloated, tired, or struggling with mood swings. If you've ever wondered what private nutrition coaching has to offer, this is your time. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a free call with me, Miss Mustard, and leave with the clarity, confidence, and coaching plan that is tailored to your individual needs to take your health to the next level. Healthy doesn't have to be hard, and I'm here to show you how to make it happen. And maybe to convince you to like kale along the way. Spots are limited, so book your call now by clicking the link in the show notes below. As always, if you're looking for one bowl wonder healthy recipes and nutrition tips that don't require you to break the bank, you can find that and much more on my Instagram page at lindsaymustard or on my website, lindsaymustard.com. As always, stay rad, friends, and eat your greens.